Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you. Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name is Ryan Placetti, and I'm here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the Internet's bullshit. Uh, and I'm Matt Saintson. What, what are you here to do, Matt? Well, you know, I'm just here to react to what you're saying. I'm here to carry the show for the both of us. I'm here to... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just here to hang out with my buddy, you know? And that's why Matt's one of my best friends ever, because I can always count on him to carry me when I'm down. When I look behind me, I see one set of footprints in the sand. It's because he's giving me a piggyback ride. Okay, that's nice. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But do you know who else has been carrying me? It's Braylock Brewing in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, who has provided this beautiful brick house lager, a Munich-style Hellas, 5.4% ABV, and guaranteed to keep you refreshed and satisfied. That's nice. Okay. It's part of my all-beer diet. No. Well, I can't recommend that. (laughs) So many nutrients. It's like drinking a loaf of bread, Matt. Yeah, which I'm sure doctors would not advise to. Doctors <laughs> like, would. The bottom of my food pyramid is is 100 percent beer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how are things going for you today, Matt? I, you know, all right. I'm uh, I, I don't know about to get real. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, it, it's 11 to 5. We've been trying to do this for an hour. We had technological problems and it's just a little frustrating. It is a little bit frustrating right now to describe our recording setup. Uh, I am currently talking into a Bluetooth headset that is broadcasting to my phone, which is on a call with Matt that he has plugged into his headphones so that he can hear me talk. All you need to know is that we are like the Apollo 13 astronauts trying to communicate right now. <laughs> like like you're Houston. I'm, I'm floating away, not quite making it to the moon, just hoping that I can someday see my family again. Right. Is that how, <laughs> is how I feel right now? <laughs> you're ground control to major Tomming right now. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, this is like I mean, like we, I feel like Tom Hanks would make a movie about this episode. And I feel like it'd be really well done. I'll tell Elise you love her very much. She knows, but yeah. I'll tell her. Yeah, well, she'll, she'll listen to this podcast, and it'll be it'll be memorialized after after I jettison off the fucking atmosphere, whatever. I wanted to start us off with one of our favorite subreddits available to us on the internet. So if you go to Reddit and you go to R, am I the asshole? This topic was posted by user Sanant3559. And it's, am I the asshole for posting a picture of myself wearing my boyfriend's military uniform? Okay, we might have a case of stolen valor here. (laughs) I'd like to remind our audience that valor cannot be stolen. The the entire stolen valor movement is is wildly problematic, in my opinion. Generally speaking, anybody who is, quote unquote, stealing valor is suffering from some sort of mental health issue. And the veteran community being rife with mental health issues really should not be the first ones to cast stones. If you want to call someone out because they are like looking stupid in public, because like this is not how an actual thing would do, that's fine. When you're like spending your evenings cruising around websites hoping to call people out, trying to trying to get your friends together so you can go kick someone's ass because he's got his ribbon on fucking wrong or the rank is upside down or something that signals that it's not real, you need to get a life. 
Like it is yeah. not that big of a fucking deal. Like people, like, yeah, they're, they're wearing costumes and being a dick. Like, sure. I was at an event yesterday and there was a guy walking around in a full set of BDUs. Like it's 1994. Yeah. <laughs> well, there were no there are no name tapes on it, no deployment badges, no flags or anything. It was just a, a clean set of BDUs. Actually, they look pretty new, which tells me this guy was I was in central Pennsylvania, so he's part of a militia group. Let's I was going to say, like, he probably got them from, uh, you know, the Army Navy surplus stores so for World War Three when that kicks off or the, or, <laughs> or, or the Civil War Two is what they're looking for, I guess, you know. He got them from the headquarters trailer from the airsoft convention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so anyways, this was posted three days ago and the event took place two days prior to that. A 25 year old woman has a boyfriend who's in the military. They've been dating for six months. They live in different towns. He comes over to visit on the weekends, but he and she says, I've never been to his hometown. Uh, Whenever I try to visit, he's always busy. All right. All right. Red flag. Red flag. Number one. He came over to spend the weekend and brought his military uniform. And while he was in the shower, she took a picture and posted it to her Facebook story. He found out and he started yelling at her, saying that she shouldn't have touched his work stuff and that she was being reckless towards his work and his career. No, he said that she jeopardized his job for shits and giggles and for some Internet likes. All right. All right. So can you foresee a command climate in which a soldier would be reprimanded for somebody posting a picture of themselves dressed in somebody else's BDUs. Only under the most toxic leadership. So absolutely in the United States Army. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we can imagine a world in which somebody in the military is punished for a crime that does not exist. Yes, absolutely. That that definitely (laughs) exists. And there's, I, I mean, I definitely have heard of soldiers getting reprimanded for dumb things their spouse have done which is terrible and horrible, I think, and stupid. So I would believe that there is some old crusty-ass sergeant major out there that would be pissed about this and would maybe even try to take some action. And successfully take action, I would add. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. UCMJ does have a 98% conviction rate for very good reasons. Yeah, they got a lot of practice about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Most of your UCMJ is occurring at the company level. It's it's just a a summarized Article 15, which means you're not going on trial. You're not presenting evidence. Your command tells you what they think you did wrong. You might have some questions to answer, or maybe you just stand there silently while they tell you what your punishment is. Yeah, that's taking a ninety-eight percent conviction rate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. With, with, with this, um, we need to go to the beginning here. She's never been to his hometown. They live in separate towns. Yeah, and we're going to assume that hometown here means the town that he lives in, not the town that he's originally from, unless he's a reservist. Well, he he might be a reservist or a National Guardsman or something like that. Anyway, um, so she's never been there. He's always busy whenever she she tries to go there or whatnot. Red flag number one, right? The red flag number two is getting crazy because somebody posted a picture. No, I get it. Like, my culture is not your costume, right? Maybe he's a little pissed. Maybe he's appropriating your culture. Maybe he's worried that she's going to walk around the motor pool and just sweep for seven hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think think he's worried that she might steal his job? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. I I think that's it's actually really interesting. Uh, The culture is a costume thing. You know, I mentioned uh, seeing somebody. It it definitely bugs the shit out of me when I see people wearing military style camouflage. I just think it looks stupid. Yeah, it's a fashion crime more than anything, I think. Yeah, I don't think that camouflage is a particularly appealing pattern. And my personal my, my personal background in the military makes me kind of resentful of people wearing wearing a uniform that they did not earn. Now, that said, it is never something that I would confront people over because it's not worth my time. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not crazy. 
Yeah. They, yeah. they put cloth on their body. Nothing to fucking do with me. They have bodily autonomy. They can express themselves however they see fit, and they can project to the world whatever Civil War Part Two electric boogaloo they want. All right, so this guy was in the shower. She puts on uh, she puts on his uniform, takes a picture, and apparently the name tape is clearly visible. All right. So, you know, maybe he hasn't gone public with this relationship yet, possibly because of his impending divorce. Or because of his inf- current infidelity. How about the, or, or, yeah. be- or because he has no intention of getting divorced. <laughs> yeah. I think that I mean, it, it just seems like it, it seems like some shady guy who's running around on someone else. Right. Like, yep. You know, the, the, most likely the mother of his children. <laughs> I don't know if this lady is the asshole, but she's definitely the other woman. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, she didn't do anything wrong, except I think it might be kind of stupid and immature to do that and put it on the Internet. And it's definitely for just trying to do that for no just just for internet likes, which is why yeah, anything, which is why anybody puts anything on the internet. I don't think that's an I don't think that's an indictment. I think he's worried about about getting caught. Again, if we're talking about you know people being in no position to cast stones, our podcast literally just puts things on the internet for for the likes. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's definitely lying at a, at a minimum. We established that he's a thousand percent lying. So the, the first lie is that he's cheating on someone and he's worried about it. The second potential lie is that he's not really in the military and he's oh, just and and, and yeah. he's just like, we've already talked about you can get the uniform anywhere for pretty cheap. Yes, you can, sir. You can look online to see how to put it together. And he's like, oh, shit, he's worried about something. Like, oh, that guy's not somebody in their friend circle in their social circle is going to be like, that guy's not in the fucking National Guard. I smoked pot with him for three weeks ago. You know, something like that, you know? Yeah. So. No, I, I, I love that interpretation. So this this guy is definitely lying either about his relationship status or his employment status. Yeah. Either of which is enough of a red flag to get the fuck out, lady. Yeah. I don't know if you're the asshole in this situation, but you're definitely a victim of something. Yeah. Get and the I'll, fuck I'll, out. You're a victim of him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I like how it's labeled everyone sucks, though, which is kind of I don't <laughs> think she I don't think she sucks. I'll be honest. Um, the Yeah. So Reddit has determined that everyone in this uh, in this scenario sucks. But they're like the reason why people are saying that this person sucks. If I as you go through the comments, it's just a preponderance of people who are like, oh, well, you shouldn't do things without their permission, that sort of stuff. All right, well, uh, and, a- and then some people are saying that everyone sucks because it's so obvious that you're the other woman that you suck for sleeping with somebody. Who's I got you. OK. All right. Well, that, that's victim blaming, I would say. That she, is, I know. would say, victim blaming. Yeah. She is not. Res- Two things. One, this person has clearly been lying to her and she has no there's no indication that she is aware of that. Right. Lie, exactly, other than, exactly. Other than the fact that it's painfully obvious to everybody else. <laughs> She might, and, not be uh, the, she might not be the brightest. Who, who knows? You know, <laughs> this is not this is not a no stupid question. So <laughs> <laughs> she put it on the right forum. <laughs> yeah, that actually reminds me of one of the most important lessons I learned in the military was they can never prove you weren't stupid. That's true. Yeah. If you're doing something you're not supposed to do in the military and you get called out on it, just be confused. And you will get promoted ahead of your peers more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the people that we know, they got promoted. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing so hard. It's not that your joke was amazing. It was a good joke. It was solid, <laughs> but it was so true. Yeah and, yeah, and 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 like I just had like you know like a like a flip book animation or or when you're when you're dead, and your life flashes before your eyes. Except all I saw was just a string of incompetent NCOs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
my career flashed flash ahead of me and it was really shitty and it sucked. And, and you know <laughs> what, though? Because I know a lot of our military friends who were NCOs in the military are listening to this. I'm sure we were all incompetent at one point or another. It's a prerequisite of being in the army. Please don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you can't find out who the incompetent NCO you worked with is, guess what? It's you. you know? I mean, it was all right. of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can I can uh I, I can honestly say that I, I met at least one or two competent NCOs. So for those of you who are listening, it's you. There you go. You were the competent yeah. NCO that I know all of your peers were idiots. Yep. <laughs> One of the themes that's going to tie together uh most of this episode is actually war and military service. Um, another uplifting topic from Don't Wreck Yourself. <laughs> another uplifting topic brought to you by the guys that don't wreck yourself. There is one world leader who may have wrecked himself or stands to wreck all of us, and that's Vladimir Putin. Yeah, uh, the the closest thing to a James Bond villain we have. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously. Yeah, he's up there. At this point, I think everybody is aware of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, but a sovereign nation, once a member of the Soviet Union that broke away and became independent in the early 90s, they have been drifting towards Western influence, aligning more closely with Western Europe than with Russia and Moscow. Uh, in 2014, Ukraine ousted through a series of protests a pro-Kremlin president who then fled the country. This triggered a Russian invasion of Ukraine in which they captured the the territory of Crimea, a major, uh, what, what would you call that? Port Province? Location. I would say um, uh, area. Um, a promontory? I would say, is it a, is it a peninsula? It's a peninsula, it's for bad. sure. So it's a, a, promontory, a, a, a promontory peninsula along the Black Sea, right? Yeah. So it's a major, a, it's a, a, a strategic location for sure. It is a very strategic location. Now, a, a short eight years later, Russia has once again invaded Ukraine under the auspices of denazification. That's the best you can come up with in the in, in the KGB and Vladimir Putin is just neo Nazis. It's just any internet argument in, after two seconds. <laughs> Seriously, it's, like it's rule thirty four. Yeah, but in real life, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it seems like they went straight to that. They just went straight to Nazis. So uh, this next topic, uh, another military themed topic about the war in Ukraine. So uh, Russia recently had some propaganda because, you know, they're invading Ukraine under the auspices of liberating them from neo-Nazis, right, is, is, is what like part of the official uh, justification that they have. But I guess some, some things got lost in translation, I think, literally, because they, they, the Russian government put out like this like cache or cachet of like supposed neo-Nazi uh, paraphernalia and one of the things you see is like a well-pressed shirt with a swastika on it like it just came off the assembly line somewhere you see like some other like uh, imagery in there some wigs is what it looks like some books that look like it would be uns- unsavory uh things you'd expect out of a, of a well-organized neo-nazi uh lair and one thing you don't ex- you don't really expect and that's three copies of the sims i think they're pc games <laughs> Yeah, so for clarification, the uh, it's like when you have the sheriff's deputies standing in front of their big hall of the marijuana. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's like that type of a photo, <laughs> except no police were proud enough to stand to this. <laughs> so, yeah, what, they're, what the claim here from the Russian security services is that one of their, you know, propaganda mouthpieces was the target of an assassination attempt. So this 
Russian uh, television host Vladimir Solovyov was allegedly the target of a bunch of Nazis. I assume Ukrainian Nazis in Russia because Russia has no Nazis due to the long-standing <laughs> denazification campaign being run by Vladimir Putin in which citizens are being shipped away to prison. Stretching back decades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. So yeah, these photos are absolutely fantastic. Like you said, the uh, there's like a freshly pressed uh, swastika t-shirt. It's got a crease right down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Where do you even wear that? <laughs> like at, at Abercrombie and Fitch. Have you seen this new documentary? They have? <laughs> have you seen the new documentary they have on Netflix? I have not. I, I've oh, we seen do, the previews we, for it. It looks pretty good. We just watched it. It is pretty good. It takes it's a little slow building up to it, but it definitely pays off. I would say so. Okay. Um, those of you who've seen the that that documentary would would get the joke more than others, even though Ryan intuitively knows it's funny. I look I look <laughs> forward to the episode that we air in two years, in which I have watched it and you present me with the alternate <laughs> theory, in which racist owl set Abercrombie's is racist policies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- they were definitely uh, s- uh, big in the years where owls were tattoos were huge, right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're, 2010s and shit like that for yeah. sure but yeah what I, what I love about the, the this cache of photos like there's there's one it's like a close-up of somebody's computer monitor sp- like and, and speaker and on the speaker there's just like a little two by three inch uh portrait of adolf hitler glued to the speaker <laughs> <laughs> like like they're sitting there writing their online screeds or plotting their their stuff and every now and again they look over to a- adolf hitler fucking wistfully uh, it's 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 absolutely insane and then the stuff that's on there like a swastika t-shirt if you're a secret nazi do you have a swastika t-shirt where do you wear your swastika you're t-shirt? like the worst secret nazi ever yeah there's also an anti-system fighter t-shirt so uh little antifa there oh i i i, I don't i don't understand like it says anti-system fighter so i don't know if that's maybe a you know and it's in English, so I'm not. I'm it not really clear it, on. It almost looks like the Sons of Anarchy, like like shit, like it's something kind of, biker, yeah, it's, it's, It looks like themed. a crow standing on top of I don't know, like a fish, maybe. Because I think it's like some sort of biker imagery as yeah, what it's supposed to be. You know, yeah. I think someone somebody typed in neo Nazis into Google and came up with this shit. Yeah, and, and then on top of that, the the wig that's in the photo is green. Like your like low the key green wig. He's the Joker. He's the Joker. <laughs> Uh, and, and then, of course, there there is a baggie of drugs. Because, uh, you know, it's Nazis were into that. Yeah, for sure. That is another theme in Russian propaganda. The police in Russia and the propaganda machine in Russia is constantly fighting back against is one feminization and homosexuality. Yeah. So there's yeah. they have they have a serious case of the toxic masculinities in Russia. And also drug legalization is the other is the other stuff they really crack down on. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the alcoholics and addicts uh, are off the charts in Russia. When you when you look at the numbers of, of their 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 level of, of of addiction and whatnot, um, and also Russia, especially since Vladimir Putin has come in power in the past twenty years, has really leaned into this Christian conservatism, social yep. conservatism, which is why Pussy Riot was such a brave thing. The the, the mm-hmm. feminist icon band, you know, and um, to be gay in uh, Russia is to I couldn't imagine be gay any to be gay anywhere, but it'd be horrible in Russia. And not to mention their average lifespan is somewhere hovering somewhere around Sudan or Bhutan. So, is it really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's terrible. As a first, as a developed nation, they are failing in many, many ways. Uh, there are there are some very serious structural issues that Vladimir Putin is currently addressing by jingoistic foreign policy yeah. and yeah. and the blame game internally. 
Yeah, I was gonna say they've got all these problems, but might as well have a fake enemy invade you. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Canadian bacon. It's secret drug addict homosexual Nazis trying to tear down the 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 masculine archetype of the Russian man. Yeah, hundred percent. And also prevent them from accidentally conquering Ukraine as a humanitarian effort. <laughs> I, I guess if we're going to examine a claim here, it's this. Do you believe the Russian secret police have stopped an assassination p- attempt by a bunch of drug uh, drug addicted homosexual Nazis against one of their top propaganda agents in the Russian media? Or do you think maybe they made it up? I think maybe something got lost in translation and someone texted, hey, don't forget the Sims when you, <laughs> when, when you, when you put together this 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 DIY Nazi kit and someone's yeah. like, all right, well, I guess we got to get the Sims. I, OK, sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think that I think the defense of the Sims in the photo is like maybe there is there are messages going back. Let's let's assume for a moment that there are secret Nazis in Russia plotting the assassination of their media figures who are pro who are pro Putin. Let's, <clears throat> let's assume that is 100 percent true. The inclusion of the Sims might be because it showed up on, you know, like an inventory of the secret Nazi layer and or somebody said, yeah, make sure, you get the, make sure you get the SIM cards in the photo. Yeah. And the dumbass. That's cop. exactly what it was. They're like, they're, they're like, it's the one to get the SIM card, but somebody just said Sims because what we know over the past, ever since nine 11, we know that bad guys have multiple SIM cards and they yeah. were like leading into the post nine 11 trope. there, finding like a shit ton of SIM cards and phones. And like, Oh, this is how we know they're bad. It's really just like a third grade's interpretation of what a layer would look like. like if it was just the, the images of the Sims gaming packaging, I would say, okay, maybe it's maybe, maybe something got lost in translation when somebody was telling them what to include in the photo. But the fact that they have materials that are so clearly planted there, like <laughs> yeah. the swastika t-shirt, yeah. like the anti-system like everything fight, else, like, everything, like everything else in the yeah. photo, it's yeah. so clear that this is absolutely 100% fake as to render it completely and utterly unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, but speaking of things related to the Ukraine conflict that strike me as incredulous on the surface... I found on Twitter the other day an image. It looks like a little packaging, like something you get at like a, you know, like a train hobby shop almost. Like it's 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 very simple. This looks like a knickknack you'd get from like a 7-Eleven or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It, like this could be boner pills. Like that's that's what the packaging <laughs> looks like. <laughs> uh, and well, it's, how it do says, I get my hands on this? Yeah. In big in big letters, it says original piece of aircraft skin. And then below that, it says from a downed Russian Su-34 fullback strike fighter aircraft. At the very top, it says made in Russia and recycled in Ukraine. I love it. I love it. What this purports to be is a limited edition because they're only going to shoot down so many of these airplanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what this purports to be is uh, essentially a fundraising effort for a uh, that directs you to a website, dronesforukraine.fund. <laughs> and so I, I checked out the website to determine whether this was a legitimate fundraising operation, whether this is for real. And it certainly appears to be for real. They have pictures of the material from the downed aircraft. They show them milling the material. They show them stamping it, packaging it, and shipping it off to all of their supporters. So how do you get yourself a memento keepsake of Ukraine just beating the ever-loving shit out of the best bad guy that we've had in foreign policy since, <laughs> well, the Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in all I mean, honesty, I think uh, Vladimir Putin has somehow managed to eclipse the Soviet Union in terms of its awfulness. 
Is that fair to say, though? That, no, I think Liverpool doesn't have gulags like he did. They didn't like forcibly move around people. Like he, like, he is locking up a lot of opposition. Yeah, but it's not like the same as like the working camps of like. I mean, oh, people, hon- people, honestly, we don't know that. I think we do. I think I think we 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 know that the Uyghurs, the plight of the Uyghurs in China is is way worse than what's going on in in Russia. I would say. Well, it's right like now, ethic, well, one of the one of the things that's been reported though is. Uh, Ukrainian men of fighting age either being executed or deported to Russia. Oh, I, abs- I have no doubt yeah, that there's definitely so, like some war crimes going on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah. I, I would I would not be surprised to find that there are concentration camps, whether those are whether those same methods are being used domestically for anti-war protesters. I haven't seen any reporting of that. Yeah. But it yeah. definitely seems like it's inside of the realm of possibility. I, I yeah. would say that Vladimir Putin has given us our best villain since Adolf Hitler. Oh, wow. OK. Well, I, uh, I feel like we were talking about neo-Nazis, but bold of you to compliment Adolf Hitler on the internet. That's hell of a, <laughs> that's a hell of a stance you just took. You know? all, I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that all of our wars since World War II have been in a very gray moral area. Yeah. The Nazis yeah. were clearly the bad guys, yeah, as is definitely. Vladimir Putin in this case. Yeah. And looking into this, the the website is absolutely real. I do not know how many of these deliveries that they fulfilled because the minimum donation required to get one of these commemorative keepsakes is one thousand dollars. All right. So that is an that is an impressive price tag for what is essentially a keychain. Yeah. And um, is there any guarantees? I mean, do you get a receipt like uh, like like. We should try to crowdsource this by one and we can investigate it and report back to our... Actually, uh, you know what? That's not a terrible idea. If somebody would like to send us uh, $1,000 or some portion thereof, yeah, um, I'd, I'd be willing to chip in 100 bucks to find out. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same thing. All right. At so least, we're 20% least, of the least, way there. At least it's good for 800 <laughs> <laughs> Or as we like to call it, rent. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just looking into whether this is true or not, dronesforukraine.fund is definitely a website. At the bottom, there is a little credit which says that the site was built by Burn uh, Burn Burrow, which I looked up on LinkedIn. It is a real company that exists. Uh, they okay. have one, em- but they only have one employee on LinkedIn. Com- total burn. company size is considered two to ten employees. They are based yeah. out of Kiev, uh, okay. so that's a good sign. It would explain why only one employee is on LinkedIn because most of them speak Ukrainian. LinkedIn right. is probably pre- predominantly an American English speaking website. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily think that's a red flag. And they do have a they do have their own website. They are a, a website and progressive web solutions uh, company. So if you look at their website, they actually have a bunch of companies that they've done. They've done work for. They do appear to be a legitimate Ukrainian company with a background in web design. But the actual donation process is is kind of funky. Uh, yeah, they well, want you to like send it-, it to their PayPal or Bitcoin. The red flag is asking for a thousand dollars from strangers on the internet. You should never give people your mo- this much money unless they say they're a Nigerian prince. And they're going to make you rich, you know. Yeah. Or if you're, or if you're <laughs> pulling, or if you're pulling a thousand dollars with all of your friends in order to get a keychain made out of a Russian <laughs> aircraft, <laughs> send us your money on the internet so that we can yeah. send them your money on the internet. Never, yeah. never send them your money directly. Leave that to no, us. No, you, you're gonna <laughs> always want to use your witty friends as a, as a medium. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, the donation process here is actually kind of sketchy. I think one of the downsides to this is given that these people currently live in an active war zone that Russia is bombing daily. There's also the possibility that they could get blown up, which means even if it is a legitimate fundraiser, there is no reason to assume that you'll get what you pay for. 
what if this is a disinformation operation for in Russia? You're really just giving money to Russia to fund their fucking Ukrainian war. There's no way to tell. Uh, exactly. In all honesty, and, there's no way to we, tell. And, and we know that Russia does kind of stuff like that. We know that they're internet trolls, essentially, right? Like the state is very trollish. So I would not put it past them to do something like that. So be careful. The other reason not to uh, not to give this any money is there's no apparent apparatus for those funds to be turned into drones for Ukraine. Unless they're, bu- well, first of all, the United States just gave Ukraine a shit ton of drones. Like, yeah, we fast- well, Joe we- Biden just yeah. asked for what, $33 billion? I think they're actually getting that money. That's not just requests. They see that's how much he's giving them. How many keychains do you think they're going to send to the White House? Yeah, well, hopefully a bunch, <laughs> as many as they want. But yeah, so I, I, I'd say that this is neat. It appears to be legitimate. I don't think that there's any reason to suspect that it's not legitimate, but it does come with that massive caveat of don't send strangers money over the internet unless it's going through an authorized middle person that is yeah. vetting the rewards program. You know, this isn't a Kickstarter. If this were a Kickstarter, I'd be a thousand percent on board. Also, it's uh, it's in English. There's nothing in Russian. There's nothing in Ukrainian. Uh, so unless they're, explos- they're explicitly su- marketing this for American or English speaking people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, like, I don't know, wouldn't they have some sort of one in Russian or Ukrainian or some other or I don't or German? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of uh, it's that, that kind of makes me what that kind of makes me cock an eyebrow, you know? Yeah, there doesn't seem to be when you go to the website, there does not seem to be any options for other languages on the actual product itself. It gives you grid coordinates and, and it has two different two different actual items, but they're the same grid coordinates. So, so they go through their, they actually go through their production process. And what they're doing is they're salvaging the flattest pieces of metal from these planes. So it may not be coming from the same part of the plane. Yeah, I got you. But it's coming from the exact same grid coordinate. Yeah, that that just means it's the same plane, different, uh, different parts of the plane. Okay. So like, I I would venture to guess that that is on every single one of them. They have the exact same. Yeah, because uh, I think they're sourcing everything from a single plane at this point. Oh. Oh, at a thousand, at a thousand dollars a pop, you can probably generate a lot, of, a lot of revenue off of a single kill. Uh, they, I they say that okay. uh, that all these pieces, the Su thirty four, was shot down in March of twenty twenty two. Yeah, so they are okay. they are linking it all to a single crash. They're also. Well, I'm numbered. sorry. Did I say crash? I meant triumph of Ukrainian military might. I feel like uh, it also they're numbered. One on the left has pound number zero zero one. So yeah, it looks like they are serializing these also. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's a cool concept. Like it's, it's smart. It's, I I just wish it were better presented and it offered additional guarantees about how your money is going to be spent and where it's going. There, there, there's not a lot of transparency here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and the website itself does not seem terribly complicated. There are three pages on it and a donate button. Okay. So be forewarned. This exists. It could be kind of cool. Send us $800 and we will spend it buying keychains on the internet from Ukrainian, yeah. from Ukrainian nationals. Yeah. And well, I would, I, if, if we do get this, I will, I'll, I'll find someone to analyze the metal and see like, would this, could this be taken from like an actual Russian aircraft? I think we should, man, I think that, we're, we're, be careful, Matt. You might turn this into a serious research podcast. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. It's like, it's like interesting. I'm, I would, I, I think you could track that. You could definitely find out what kind of metal it is and you could definitely look up and uh-huh. see what kind of metal the um, Russian aircraft use, right? Probably a lot of titanium, I'd imagine. So it's a lot of that in Russia. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Final conclusion. We don't really have a final conclusion for all to the reasons To be continued that we... until they give us $800. That's what yeah. it is. That's <laughs> what we'll come with the conclusion. That's right. We're at, we're at a cliffhanger of this episode. And I, th- I suppose a cliffhanger is probably the best place to put our ad break, right? Yeah, sure. 
So our promo this week comes from a fantastic podcast called Ignorance Was Bliss. I've listened to a few episodes. I'm not going to put a promo for a show that I haven't listened to on our podcast. And Kate conducts absolutely fantastic interviews with people. The topics uh, vary greatly. She is a psychologist. So she's got a fantastic background to ask probing questions and, and really delve deeply into psychology, culture, and other issues. I have no problem having a promo that I haven't listened to. So I have, <laughs> I, I have not listened to this show. So if it sucks, blame Ryan. Matt, Matt I promise you, Matt has listened to our show. Yeah, not, not, not the not, not her show, the promo one. Oh, OK. Maybe Matt's more more clearly ascertaining uh, the nature of this show because ignorance was bliss. There you go. And here you go. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, and I collect stories. Everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy or between serial killers and podcasters than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and IWB podcast on social media. So in light of just the sheer volume of technical difficulties that we've had today, uh, we are going to cut the episode a little bit short, which means you get to hear us talk about Rick Reynolds just a couple minutes sooner. <laughs> uh, Rick Reynolds has been kind enough to allow us the use of his song United from the album Portals in Progress, which you can find on Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. You can find Rick on YouTube and on Instagram at Rick Reynolds. Hey, we're also on social media. We are on Rickypod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, yeah, I well, hope you're searching for us. Hope you're liking our content. I hope you're sharing our content with a friend, maybe perhaps. I mean, maybe maybe two friends. Five stars. What's that? I said maybe two friends. Yeah, maybe you should offer to be the D and D and let your drunk friends listen to the show, and maybe we can convert some new frat fans. That yeah. is such a fantastic idea. Hey, everybody, be the person in your friend group. Hopefully, my friend group. Who volunteers to drive everybody? <laughs> yeah. Hey, friends, drive me around drunk and let strangers listen to the podcast. Make them <laughs> listen to the podcast, not just let them, make them. Yeah. Force your friends in Uber fares to listen to our podcast. <laughs> before they get out and rate you five stars, make sure they rate us five stars. That's there probably even more important. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on the Cast Junkie Discord server where we have a channel where you can come in, you can talk about recent episodes, complain about us cutting it short, and F yourself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Don't F yourself. I mean, do, but do it with love and passion. And make sure you give yourself sweet kisses on the back of your hand. Oof. Oof. You don't like that? It's just made me kind of gross. <laughs> I don't want to think it's <laughs> I don't want to think of our audience masturbating furiously, like, you know. But it's okay as long as they love it themselves. I mean, yeah, much like religion, keep it to yourself, man. I'm not <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, gosh. So if between now and next week you find yourself living in Russia, wondering whether you're part of a secret <laughs> Nazi assassination plot. And you just bought The Sims. <laughs> and the FSB hasn't issued you your swastika t-shirt. We encourage you to check yourself don't wreck yourself. <laughs> we are-